0: test, that's it.
1: Happy, happy new year, everybody. Happy New Year. Good to see you. Is is it a happy new year? Amen. Uh Praise God, Jesus. The joy of the Lord, it says in my Bible, is your strength. And and that's what I rest my hang my hat upon, is the joy of the Lord. Mm -hmm. What does joy stand for? Anybody remember what joy stands for? J is Jesus. Jesus. What is O.
0: Others. Other
1: folks, right? And what is why?
0: Yourself.
1: Yourself, it's yourself. You put in that order, what happens? You got the joy of the Lord in your life, hallelujah. And I, I believe that joy comes from a heart of worship. I like to come back to the heart of worship. I think that should be the number one resolution or revolution in the mind of every child of God. I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you, Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah, together let's sing. Sing this song, all my worship, amen. I will worship with all of my heart. my heart.
0: I will praise you. I
2: will praise you with
0: all of my strength.
2: All my
0: strength. I will seek you. I will seek all of, my days. all of my
2: days,
0: and I will follow, I will follow. follow all of alone i
2: will
0: give you all my worship i will give you all my praise Give
2: you everything
0: I will lift up
2: I will lift up
0: my, eyes to your throne. my eyes to your throne and I will trust you I will trust you I will trust you alone trust you alone I will give you all my worship
1: Praise you, Lamb of God. all oh, praise you, Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb of God. I believe this time of year, it's fully appropriate to take a little time to thank the Lord and bless his holy name. Hallelujah, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Thank- I just want to thank you, I just want to thank you been sick for so very long, but one day Jesus passed their way, and as he spoke, their disease was healed that day, but they all went on their very merry, merry way. Turned and he said, I've got something, something I've got to say. He said, I just want, I just want to take a little time right now and thank you, Lord. Sing it to him. For all you've done for me, I just want I just want to take a little time right now and say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Sing it to the Lord. Sing it. Thank you, Lord.
1: Lord means to me I just can't say all but this one thing I know the Lord is everything to me I remember when I was broke and Lord I didn't know what I was ever gonna do all but the Lord answered me just in the nick of time I remember when I was sick and the doctor said, oh Gary, you'll never
0: get well. Oh, but the Lord touched my body. Right now I'm able to say, I just want to sing it to the Lord. I just want to take a little time right now and say, thank you, Lord. All you've done for me, I just want, I just want to take a little time right now, Woo! Done for me I just want I just want to take a little time right now and say thank you Lord for all you've done for me sing it to the Lord
1: Somebody praise him. Somebody give him glory. Jesus is glory. Jesus is the glory of God. Oh, Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, today. You are the glory. And you've given us the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You are worthy
0: of it all.
1: come through, Lord, but we praise you for this being as Jesus said said to us, I am your jubilee. This day is the scripture of jubilee fulfilled in your ears, and and we want to thank you for this 2022, continuing to be Jesus to each of us, continuing to be our jubilee in each of our lives, Father God, we want to praise you for that. We thank you for that. We praise you, Father God. For those who've who've gone on, who've taken the road to heaven already, we praise you for their lives. We praise you for their legacies. We praise you for not leaving us orphans, leaving us without your presence, without their presence, but being within our hearts living big in upon and through us father god we thank you for the spirit of god the comforter being with us and bless your holy name for the comfort therein, father god we praise you father god we lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting and we say these words to you right now together as a family father father we offer you our worship we offer you our all worship. our worship all our our praise, all our our lives, all our our words, all our our being. being. Because in you, we live live and move and and have our being. And And we praise you for your presence. We praise you for your fullness. We praise you for the blessing of the gospel of Christ in our lives today. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody agrees with that says? Mm-hmm. Amen. Come on now. Somebody shout amen. Amen. That's a wonderful time to amen the word of the Lord. Amen. It, it, isn't he worthy? Isn't he worthy of it all? Yes, we, we just We ought to get all excited when that word, just like heaven does. i told you that I've been up there. And that, the word hallelujah, everybody gets excited and shouts. But that word worthy, I'm telling you what, everybody gets excited and worships and bows down. And says, "Worthy are you, Lamb of God, to Hallelujah. receive glory and honor and power and wisdom and thanksgiving and might. Hallelujah. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you. Hallelujah. And we Be should. Strong. Amen. Outrageous. Amen. Do Be not clear. fear." Jesus. Somebody praise his name. Somebody give glory to the Lord right now. Somebody offer a sacrifice of praise to the Lord. Amen. We're going to continue in that offering of worship to him right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Y'all, y- y'all know our procedure, our protocol here. If you have of your substance that you'd like to offer in worship to him, we're going to do that. Bring in a sacrifice of praise. The word tells us Uh, to bring that offering, bring a sacrifice of praise into his courts, into his gates. And it tells us to offer up the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks. But it also mentioned this in Old Testament days, and they did it from the days of Adam and Eve. You can study this in your Old Testament, Old Covenant. They did it from those days. They would offer of their substance to him in obedience to him. The tithe was something that existed before the nation of Israel. God just brought it into that holy nation and gave them particular commandments about it then. And you know what? He never withdrew the commandments. He just says today, he, he says, I, it's just not a tenth that's mine. He says, you're all mine. Isn't that what the Bible says? Yes. You are Christ and Christ is God. You're all his. So I had a good friend that help me in the ministry in years past, in children's ministry, Richard. And he was my best man at wedding number one in 1986. Richard had this saying, he said, the Lord said to, me, said to to treat it this way. It's all mine, says the Lord. So ask me how much of it you should keep. <laughs> that's a good attitude to have, amen? It's all his. A, a good starting place is the 10th, yes, amen. Come on, that opens the blessing of the Lord, amen. But that's a good starting place. But he said, it's all mine, just ask what you get to keep. <laughs> and that's how we should believe and trust Him. Lord, I want it all to be yours. How much of it do I keep to, 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 to buy my burritos and stuff every day to eat stuff? And how much of it do I keep to, to, to get my chips and whatever? Uh, how much of it do I keep to buy gas, Lord? That's the way we ought to look at it. Look for the blessing of the Lord, because in Proverbs 10:22 it says, "The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and he adds no sorrowful toil with it. It removes the curse. ...that was put on man back in Genesis for their disobedience. Amen. So, amen. Come on. Who's ready to bring in the sacrifice of praise and worship the Lord right now together? Let's do that together right now. Father God, we're coming, offering this to you right now in obedience to you. We thank you for laying hold upon it together with us. We thank you for receiving it, Lord Jesus, as our high priest. We thank you for, as you said in your word, opening the windows of heaven... That there's not room enough to receive the blessing thereof and we receive it on that basis right now we offer on that basis according to your word right now in that name above everybody a uh, name everybody says it together amen, amen. we bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the
0: lord
1: of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Go ahead, Miss Tanya. Hallelujah to the lamb. Hallelujah to the lamb.
2: Thank you, Lord Jesus. <coughs> on christmas i um, put this song in for um some music for me to listen to and i've I've known this one for years it's it's not a new new one um but um it really ministered to me and my family when we were dealing with the loss of Mike, so I want to be. Um, minister to my family through music.
1: humble hearts, and offer yourselves as living sacrifices unto me, says the Lord, that is my commandment, that is my requirement, so go forth in my glory, go forth by the power of my spirit to worship me in spirit and in truth, for I seek such, says the Holy One. Somebody praise the name of the Holy One right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. I'll worship you, Father. I will worship with all my heart. I'll praise you with all my strength. I willingly offer that sacrifice, that praise unto you, the praise that catches the eye of the Father. That praise that opens the ears of the Lord unto my prayers. Ashata Sute Saha, Ebrende Lebekesite Shitisi, O Tata for I desire to spread my giftings in the earth. My giftings have been spread abroad by the Holy Spirit. I've sent him into the earth to inhabit your soul, to inhabit your very being, to bring you into the image of my Son, and my giftings are to flow through you, says the Lord. Yea, rivers of living water are to flow out, to come forth out of your innermost being. Rivers of blessing in the earth. Rivers that bring forth the thirsty dry land to produce fruit, says the Lord. Fruit unto my glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Somebody give him glory. Somebody praise his name. Somebody lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting right now. Praising his name. Glory. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Alasanda la basanda la basita la Bahashuto. Oh, Father God, we, we, we're lifting up. We're lifting up those, <clears throat> those around us under attack right now. Father God, we lift up our missionaries to Ireland, Kimba Cunningham. Father God, we thank you for the mercy that was shown to her, uh, spending Christmas weekend in the hospital. With what appeared to be a failing quarter of her heart, Lord, we thank you and praise you. Your mercy is forever and manifest. We pray. We lift up Barry and Kimber right now and cover them with faith and love in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. She is the healed of the Lord, that she's been raised up from the, the, the bed of sickness and affliction and raised up in praising your name, and we'll see her again in this side of heaven soon. We praise you for that, Father God. And we praise you, Father God. We're we're lifting up the family here, the families, the families that have that are missing members, Father God. (coughs) We're praising and honoring your name over them. We cover them with faith and love in the blood of Jesus. And thank you that the comforter is manifesting, the helper is manifesting, the strengthener, the standby is manifesting in their house. In their lives in their souls right now Father God we're thanking you that Pastor Dola is the healed of the Lord she has stood strong she has conquered and stood strong on the higher ground of grace and faith and she is the healed of the Lord coming back stronger than before glory to God we're praising you for that Father God we're we're thanking you Father God and blessing your holy name for those that have been attacked with sickness We're praising you for the atonement of Jesus. That on that cross, on those stripes that were put on his back, the sickness, the sin of us all was laid. We're thanking you that that he himself took our infirmities, bore our sicknesses. Therefore, we don't have to bear them. We're not responsible for them because Jesus took them and bore them away. We thank you and praise you for that, for each one of us that can walk in healing, health, and wholeness through that. We praise you that this, this body up here, this earth suit up here, is the healed of the Lord. We thank you, Father God. Praise you that we, we can stand and not desert our posts in you that you've assigned us to. We can stand strong through Jesus, through the Spirit of the Lord. We can stand strong. And give glory and bring glory to your name as a testimony to the power of the Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. We're praising you for that, Father God. We're blessing your holy name for that, Father God. And Father God, I'm asking for divine mercy, divine substance, divine fullness. This afternoon as we celebrate the homegoing, the life uh, of Mike Gerard, our brother in the Lord. Our brother from another mother we thank you father God for the comforter being manifested for salvations that we've asked you for souls father God we're, you're granting us souls to come into the kingdom through this through the through his last legacy on this earth is souls coming to Jesus we're thanking you for that father God we thank you for divine grace For your word to flow, as it says, like honey, divine honey from heaven to flow today to bring forth that glory, to bring forth that fruit that you desire, to bring forth your purpose in this earth. We thank you for that word, Father God, that it's so it's done. We praise you for it, Father God, and we thank you for the communion of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. The communion of the blood of Christ coming together right now that we're going to, 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 to bring glory to your name through this communion. Miss Betty, are we ready to, to, to serve communion up here? Y'all forgive me. I have been under a physical attack myself for weeks and weeks. And, and I mentioned that this brain will shift out of gear sometimes on me and then it will come back. Hallelujah. Things will come back and then I realize, oh, glory to God we have communion. This is First Sunday, isn't it? Amen? Yes. This is, you know, it talks about, is this not the communion of the body of Christ, the communion of the blood of Christ. Thank you, Dwayne, for stepping forth, for your allowing us, your brain, to function properly. Hallelujah today. In spite of mine, hallelujah, that we're coming together in communion today, in a family togetherness. That word in the in the Koine Greek, the original language of Scripture, that word meant a, a partnership together. It meant in a sense of a marriage. If you've ever been married, if you haven't, hallelujah, just imagine. Sing the song, I can only imagine, okay? <laughs> but this marriage covenant together, you're one. It talks about a husband and wife joined together and being one flesh. Well, this is a stronger sense of that word, this communion, this partnership, and another word was fellowship together. Dola and I are, it's going on three years now, and we're almost 24-7 together, and you know what, she's had to be my chauffeur. That's been interesting, okay? She's had to be my chauffeur. You try to be my chauffeur sometime, okay? (laughs) And she's had to be my caregiver. Well, she's been the front seat. She's let me have the back seat driver position, okay? So together, we've been 24-7 together, but you know what? We're still in love. (laughs) We sat down together. She was was attacked physically this weekend. Uh, The gastrointestinal tract had issues with it. I think some other folks have had the same thing happen to them, amen, recently. And so... I have been the caregiver, Uh, a couple of nights, New Year's Eve night, she was in there in the restroom in the middle of the night, and she finally says, listen, can you give my pajama bottoms in here please, I I, uh, I, I made a mess of them, (sighs) yeah, I know, I know, and you know what, I reached over for them and I made it made a mess of me too. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ran to the kitchen sink and, and soaped up and stuff like that, you know. So we've been dealing with attacks like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But this, I, I, that's right. I was doing what's right. And she even said, thank you, honey. She This morning she said, thank you, honey, for taking care of me. Oh, thank you, honey. There was no tears, but she was thanking me. Praise God, you know. Hallelujah. No TMI there, okay? She was giving thanks because I was doing the right thing. Thank you, Linda, for adding that to the message this morning. Doing the right thing. She was thanking me for that. And we got through this. She's still there, kind of out of commission. Uh, I was going to ask if anybody noticed there was a shortage of blonde hair, blue-eyed blondes this morning at church. There's a shortage of one. Hallelujah. And, And she's still worshiping at Bedside baptist, as I like to say, or Bedside Assembly this morning. But she's with us in spirit, glory to God. But she would love to be here joining us in this communion. We've had a fellowship together, in spite of circumstances, see? And so this family can have communion, koinonia, fellowship together in spite of circumstances, in spite of differences, of opinion, anything of that nature we can come together and be one in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's have communion together right now. Uh, Tom and I will... I mean, Tom. There goes that brain slipping out of gear. Dwayne and I will serve this together. Come forward to receive as Miss Betty plays, as Miss Betty leads us in, in some music there. Come forward and receive the body of Christ and the blood of Christ from our hands. We will take it together. Please don't consume it until we all take it together and pray over it together. Amen. Are you all ready? Ready, Betty? Betty is ready. Miss Betty is always ready. I like that. That's a slogan for Betty. Miss Betty's ready. Glory to God. We will come... a little change of plans here. We started trying to do, we trying to do this the old-fashioned analog way instead of the digital way. Here you go, Miss Miss Melody. Bless you. Sing the song with Betty. It will never, never, never lose
0: its power
2: soon
1: All my tears. I'll sing the song The Blood. Surprise, surprise him.
2: Huh?
0: Never, never, never lose. from day to day.
1: Have you all been served already?
2: Have you, been
1: Have you all been served already? Let's hold the bread up before the Lord right now and say these words, Father God, I come together as the body of Christ, I receive this bread, this bread makes me into the body of Christ, I am the body because of this bread, thank you Father God, I receive it on that basis right now. Hold the cup before the Lord and say these words, Father God, I come before you because of this blood. I plead this blood right now. I thank you that I am cleaned. I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. And because of that, I benefit from this blood poured out for me. Amen. Now receive of the blood of Christ.
0: In the blood of the Lamb There is power, power, Wonder-working power In the precious blood of the Lamb
1: that precious blood give thanks to the lord for the blood of the lamb the blood of jesus this morning amen hallelujah whoo glory to god glory to god i have an exciting announcement to let you know about the road to glory conference starts the 16th of of january it goes to the 19th that's over in rochelle about 25 to 30 minutes away up up um, 251 highway there <coughs> And Doctor, excuse me, Doctor Horvath has. A, uh, he's they're sending over uh, uh, Doctor Dr. Tommy Combs. I don't know if any you ever heard of Tommy. He is an evangelist, has a very strong healing ministry. Has he ministered here before? Not here. Not here. Has television stations in Alabama and the Southeast, and ministers around the world. Very strong. Healing, anointing. If you know some folks that have been in need of healing, some Christians that have been seeking healing for some time, I believe signs and wonders will follow the preaching of his word on the 16th of January. He'll be here with us that morning, 10 a.m. And we want to make him welcome. We want to worship the Lord with him. We want to worship the Lord for him and just believe God. For the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Amen. Honoring the word that he shares with us. So Tommy Combs will be with us on the 16th. Let's all pray and believe God for the Spirit of God to manifest that Sunday morning. Amen. Y'all ready for Tommy? Amen. Glory to God. He'll be here with us this morning. Uh, I want the boys and girls to come forward here. They are going to be dismissed to Kids World in just a moment. You know, Dimitri handed me these little notes, handwritten notes. He said, Gary, he said, I love uh, the Lord, and I love you. Oh, I, I just, that, you know, that, that's wonderful. No, I love God. I love God. That's what you said. And then you also said, I love you as, as my pastor. So have a seat, guys. Have a seat, guys. I'm going to sit down here right in front of you, okay? This morning, you know what? I'm not going to pull a Pastor Dola and have a surprise of air. You remember a few weeks back, she, she called you up here, and she opened this up, and you all said, there's nothing in there. And she said, the surprise is air. I'm not going to do that this morning. That's what's in here this morning is air. I don't have a surprise or a mystery this morning except to wish you all a happy what new 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 year Year. who knows what that means Um, who knows what what does that mean olivia it means it's birthday party a birthday that's right a new birthday party right because this is another year right i like that answer right that was good wasn't it yes isaiah three days no. he said his birthday is in 50 okay you're January 15th that's good that's good my little Izzy girl I've showed you pictures of little Izzy granddaughter she she will turn two on the fifth hallelujah and we're believing God there's no terrible to that too she's just a wonderful she likes to have her button in her mouth that little pacifier right and she's still wonderful and not terrible so praise God yes Dimitri. That's a long ways away. You're going to be a big guy, aren't you, then? Yes. It means that summer changed to winter. It it means summer has changed to winter, right? We're in winter now, right? A new year. But a new year means the Bible talks about if we're following God, we should be in Jesus, right? And we should walk in newness of life, right? And
2: the next month is going to be
1: Spring. The next month is going to be spring, all new life coming forth. But we should walk in newness of yeah. life, happy new life in happy Jesus. New life in Jesus. We have, S-
2: S- Jesus. And, we have Ed and Mimi
1: got them. Okay, Mimi got them. Mimi's going to surprise us with them later, right? That's and right. It's so yeah, wonderful. I saw Tony holding look what looks like a newborn. I said is this a surprise for everybody now i realize where this baby came from i thought maybe baby uh, tony might have been hiding something from us and she's just gonna bring forth the surprise out here hallelujah praise god are you boys and girls ready for a new year in kids world are you ready why don't you stand up as kids world troops and come forth mr tom i your boots, that's good. I I was having trouble running, but I'm wearing regular shoes today. You know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And so I'm wearing regular shoes instead of that that uh, Duck, Duck, the Goose handicap boot that I was wearing. So praise God. Ms. Cap, Pastor Dulla was very unhappy with me. I said, look, you're not chauffeuring this morning and I got to be there, right? Amen. We we have to, the Lord has an assignment. We have a mission. Uh, how many of you remember seeing way back In decades past, there was a couple of fellows that were trying to be funny, and they said, we're here on a mission from God. Who remembers that? The Blues Brothers. You see, each of us, that's the truth. That is a problem-solving device each person that belongs to the Lord can have in their life is your personal sense of destiny in God. A mission from God. Why are we here? What am I doing here? I've uh, lately, I was sharing with Dola the other day, I said, you know, uh, Dola, it seems to me because I've seen it in other places, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, where I graduated high school and, and was launched into Bible college and the ministry and stuff from there, Phoenix was very heavy in the occult, okay, there was a lot of occult outposts, there were a lot of people serving the devil there. There were a lot of people in witches covens. I had a family member that uh, we a close family member, we spent all night casting demons out of this person. She had become the leader of a coven. She was just a teenager. We didn't know this. We just knew that things were a little strange. We had no idea that she was involved with a witches coven and become the leader of the thing. And one night uh, she, she still went to church with the family because that wasn't a choice at our house. Still went to church with the family. One night, see, I was, I was uh, getting in the youth ministry at a different church in town because I was up past high school and in college at the time. But the family, they all went to church, and they didn't get home till like 6.30 the next morning and you better believe i was concerned i was ready to call uh, file a missing person or missing family report you know and they get home and come to find out this family member that had gotten involved with the witches coven they th- this was a spirit a real strong spirit filled church and they were uh, praying for folks that needed prayer the pastor was going to lay hands and so this family member goes up there because her back was hurting you know the devil is mean like that he, he makes promises to you and then hurts you at the same time. And, and this person was up in front with the pastor uh, talking, sharing the word with the congregation and what we were about, they were about to do. And suddenly this person, hit, this family member hits the floor and voices, not hers, are coming out of her. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who'd have thunk it, you know, this little... 90-pound little kid, basically, little girl, 15-year-old girl. Who'd have thunk it? But laying there on the floor and wiggling and writhing and different voices coming out of her that weren't hers. Some of them were male. And before it was over, this church, they were inexperienced at this sort of thing. And before it was over, there were four grown men holding her on the floor because she was trying to do harm through those, those demon spirits. And they're holding her in the floor. And uh, my mother and father shared with me, said she lifted all four men, this little skinny 15-year-old, 90-pound 15-year-old, had all four men in the air with her limbs. 200-pound men. So that entire night, because they were unfamiliar and didn't really know what to do about it, They're sitting there, they finally realize these are demon spirits and they're talking to them and and so it was all night before she got free, they were that strong in her. There was that kind of activity going on in the Phoenix area. And and so, you know, and I actually got to see this in personal up front in our home a week and a half later, the same thing. Ignorance of, you know, the Bible talks about they that know their God will be strong and do exploits. If you don't necessarily fully know your God, what's going to happen? You might be strong at points, but the exploits are going to be hindered, right? You you might have a little trouble, right? Amen. Dealing with that. And so I got to see this up close, and I got to hear those voices up close and personal. So there is an evil kingdom. There is an enemy. How many of y'all know that? We, We don't give him the time of day, right? We don't go around talking about him. We don't go around addressing him. Uh, here, here is a pet peeve of mine whenever we're in pr- a prayer circle uh, talking to Jesus, worshiping God, and then someone starts off, Satan, you do this, and Satan, you do that, and Satan, I don't like you, and, and all that. And the Lord showed me one time that th- the enemy's forces, they receive that. If you're talking to the Lord because you're worshiping the Lord and praying, and you start talking to him... They receive that as worship. Because in the same breath you're worshiping God. You suddenly took your your mind off of God and talking to Him. They accept that as worship. It's kind of a pet peeve, a high horse of mine. Don't talk to the devil and address and deal with him in the same breath you're dealing with God. I don't know where that's coming, why that's coming out, okay? Why that's here at this point, because it's sure not on the the message, Pastor Doe and I, it's funny, I I laughed and said, uh, she said, my message this week is going to be about don't give up. Don't give up. And it's funny, I already had one made up about that very subject, about not giving up. I I was inspired by a fellow, uh, uh, the Prime Minister of England, he was not a perfect human. He had some faults and things he dealt with. But I believe that he gave his heart to the Lord at some point. And this man was asked to come to, uh, I believe, Harvard or Yale, one of our prestigious universities, and talk to the graduating class on graduation night. That's a big deal, you know, across the country, right? High schoolers, they'll have someone that's, that's well-known around give a speech and, and inspire the graduates. And I'll tell them what they can do and what they can be, Right? And so Mr. Churchill was hired to come over and speak to Harvard or Yale, one of the Ivy Leagues, and he's sitting on the platform. You remember he had this, this, he resembled the English Bulldog, right, a little bit physically. And so he's sitting over there waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally they call him to the podium, and he, you know, he's a cigar smoker and stuff, and you picture him putting the cigar out, and. He gets up because he was up in years and kind of kind of moseys over to the podium. And all of these college seniors and graduates and all of the, their parents, everybody is waiting to hear the word of the Winston. Not the word of the Lord, but the word of the Winston, word of the Churchill. And he's going to sit there and share the secret to success in life. He said four words. He had a kind of gravelly voice and he goes, Never! 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 Never Give up. And he picked up his little book and walked back and sat down. What a message, what an exhortation because he had been through some stuff as the prime minister of England. I mean, some stuff had really happened. It looked like defeat. It was dark days, bombs, uh, V-bombs they call them. They were actually rockets that they'd invented in Germany and they had payloads of explosives and they were coming over without pilots and landing in England and blowing people up and blowing buildings up. And then the the German Air Force was the cream of the cream, the best of the best. They had even invented a few jets at the time, and they were coming over and bombing London and bombing England and bombing the bases, bombing the people. And my grandfather was over there preparing for D-Day at the time. He said it was rough, difficult. He said, you never knew what could happen. And there were people, there are testimonies of people. There was a Christian woman at one point and she got tired of running to the shelters every time the sirens went off. So she just stayed home and there are bombs blowing up places all around her in the area. She stayed home and went to sleep. And the people got concerned that she wasn't there And the next day they went to look her up and they discovered her at home out in her garden tending her plants and stuff. And they said, "Uh, Harriet, Harriet, you had us so concerned, we were so worried about you, all the bombs falling around you. How could you do this? She said, well, she said, I saw in my Bible he that keeps you neither slumbers nor sleeps. And you know, she said, I figured, well... If he's going to be awake and concerned about this, I might as well go to sleep. So she said, I just went to bed, slept like a baby, let the Lord worry about it and stay up and awake and watch the bombs. <laughs> Amen. We've got to take that attitude. That woman refused to give up. She refused to give up. She refused to give in. Hallelujah. I'm going to take something because it's funny. Uh, some of us that have... have. have uh, have uh, uh, had a few birthdays pass on us. It's funny how there, it seems like there are times that someone comes in overnight and shrinks the letters in our books and on our papers that we've put together. Someone sneaks in and shrinks the letters on us. You know, Anybody know what that's like? Anybody know what that's like? And I, I pull out the message that I had printed out, the message that I had printed out, and the letters had got, I thought I had made them good font, but the letters got shrunk overnight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Revelation uh, uh, 12, and, uh, 14 and 12. Here is the endurance of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Ha- have, has anybody in the house. Ever been tempted to throw in the towel? Has anybody in the house ever been tempted to give up, in spite of Winston Churchill's words? Tempted to give up? Anybody? You're looking at one right now. You're looking. I was sharing with Dola. It seems as if I got off on that rabbit trail about the family member, about the occult. It, it, I've told them, Dola. It seems as if uh, there's someone has been used to. Throw things at the entire family here. We've all been going through some stuff, right? All of us, right? But it seems at our house, if they they've, been, they've thrown physical malady at our house, it's been one after another. It's and you know what? I am a firm believer in healing. I am a testimony to the healing power in the atonement. Uh, this this right foot is still attached up here is living testimony in front of all of you. I mean, this is recent. But then 40 years ago, I was given up by doctors. After an automobile accident, they said it crushed your brain and scrambled it like an egg. And it broke all kinds of bones and punctured lungs. They said it was impossible for, for me to live, they told my mom and daddy. And my mama got on the royal telephone and she got the promise, hallelujah, you get the promise. You act on the promise. You believe the promise and what happens. It's there. It's real. It's so. So I'm still walking. Uh, they, they said after they d- said, Miss Warlock, we don't know what's going on. Maybe you do. He's. It looks like he's going to live. But we can assure you of this. He will be a vegetable the rest of his life. He'll be unable to move or function. You need to arrange for some kind of care for him back wherever you're going to take him. And and here I is, folks. Here I am to worship. (laughs) Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say, you're my God. Hallelujah. 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 Never give up. Never, ever, ever, ever give up. Glory to God. Uh, The endurance of the saints, the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus and never give up. Never quit. Don't quit. You know, I'm going to go through this as quickly as I can because I do have a, a, a jingle bell supposed to ring back there at some point here and to, to relieve Miss Tony or Mr. Tom, whoever is over with Kids World. Uh, we, we long for a rest from the fatigue of living. Anybody here ever got tired? Lately, I'm telling you what, uh, there are times, Sunday mornings I've gotten up a few of them recently, you know, I walk in the kitchen getting ready to go and start losing things out of my stomach and, it, and then just kind of fall to the floor. And at that point, Dola says, go to bed, I'll take it, I'll take it. So there have been a few times like that. But there have been other times, this morning being one of them, I did not feel up to coming to church this morning. Have you all ever done that? You, ever? you don't feel up to coming? And, you know, there, there are some this morning that didn't feel up and they're, they're not here. They, some that said, We're, we will be there. Glory to God. We want to be there this morning. And they're not here. Something hit. Something come along. An attack of some kind come to prevent them, to cause them to give up on the idea of, of being with us this morning. But you know what? We get, we, we get this fatigue from our living, right? He placed the desire for rest in our hearts and our souls. He promises to fulfill it. He says this in Jeremiah 31, 25. There's your book, Jeremiah. Jeremiah 31, 25. I will satisfy the weary soul, and every languishing soul I will replenish. I've discovered if I'll just press through, you know, I'm supposed to have my duck, duck, the goose, handicap boot on. That's, that's orders for the doctors. But this morning, my chauffeur was out of commission, so... I told her I'm putting shoes on, I'm going to drive myself to church. Oh, call someone, have them come get you. No, no, not going to do that. I'm going to go. I'm going to maintain the post, the assignment of the Lord to come forth and do what he's called, what he said to do. And I'm going to act on Jeremiah, the languishing soul I will replenish. You know what? I I don't feel bad at all right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The anointing of the Spirit is there Uh, The the Holy Spirit is there, and he says it in Romans, doesn't he? He says, if the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken, he'll make alive your mortal body by the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. I don't feel so bad now. So uh, we've got to understand the now and the not yet of rest. Uh, In a real way, Jesus gives rest to all who labor and are heavy laden. Anybody feel heavy laden this morning? Everybody wake up and you feel heavy laden this morning? He promises to give rest and all who come to him. Matthew eleven twenty eight. You remember that verse right? If you don't, Jesus said these words, come unto all me, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. That's a promise from the Savior, but, but in this age we don't always find complete rest. Why? Because there's opposition. There's opposition. I was sharing with Dole, it seems as if there's some tool of the enemy that's been used to try to throw uh, throw, uh, infirmity, to throw weakness at us. But I wanna say this, my Bible, Paul said this, when I'm weak, I am strong. And we can hold on to that. We can say that word out loud with our mouth and what will happen? God gives you his grace in your time of need. It will be sufficient for you, even at the worst times. In recent weeks, there have been some times that I've went ahead and, and uh, uh, what's that phrase I use? Suck it up, buttercup, right? Suck it up, buttercup. i say that to myself. Suck it up there, buttercup. Get out of bed. Get a shower, get on down here. And you know what? I'm standing up here and doing this.
0: (laughs) Woo, 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 tiptoe through the tulips,
1: right? I'm kind of doing this. But you know what? By the end of service, guess what? Standing strong. Stand, take the high ground, it says in Ephesians 6. In, In this age, Jesus grants us grace in the time of need, it's always sufficient. He grants us the, the gospel rest of ceasing the impossible labor of self-atonement for our sins. Did you know that's a huge burden each of us carries? Do you all realize that? It's a burden that we carry. We worry that we're not good enough. We worry that we haven't quite made it before the Lord. I want to share this with you right now. You can't. You can't be good enough. You can't struggle and strive and attain God's, His grace and goodness. You can't do it. It's not possible. But I don't want to say this to you. There's good news. There's good news. Someone did it for you. Someone did it. Someone accomplished it for you. Someone, Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe. He took care of it. That's what that word grace means. It's already paid in full. It's been done. He's good enough for you. And if you get inside of Jesus, as it says in the Bible, in Christ, if anyone's in Christ, he is a what? He's a new creation. He's a new species, a new kind of being, someone brand new, happy new being, happy new creation. That's who Jesus is for us. He grants us this rest of 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 stopping, striving to be good enough because you can't, where I'm from, you can't, you ain't and you can't. (laughs) But Jesus did it and took care of it for us, amen. Uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21, new living for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so we could be made right with God through him. He paid it all. In embracing the gospel, we'll find ourselves drafted into a war. That's the but. There's always an if and a but, isn't there? Right? Always a conjunction that gets in the middle of it. If or but. In Jesus, we've, we find when we embrace the gospel, we'll find ourselves in the middle of a war, a war to keep believing the word, giving the gospel, a war to keep spreading it to others, that's your mission from God, to be, you shall be witnesses after the Holy Spirit is come upon you, it says, right? Amen? Missed a good chance? Say amen. You'll be his witnesses. You're drafted, and that war in being his witnesses, that's where your hindrance comes. In this age, we strive to enter. We're not striving to be good enough. We're striving to enter the rest that God has put out for us, the complete rest of the age to come, Hebrews 4.11 let us therefore be diligent to enter into that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. What are we supposed to do? We obey the gospel. What does the gospel say? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, and your household. If you've got household that's away, believe on the Lord Jesus, and you shall be saved, and your household household. Don't never, never give up. Never let go. Never let go of that rest. Rest in him. I know that David will come into the kingdom. David will receive Jesus. David will serve him with all his heart. David will be a testimony to the goodness of God. Amen. why, Why? Where did that come from? Woo. Glory to God. Hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. The war, (laughs) the war is standing on that word, believing that word, receiving it. Now, you realize something? Wars are exhausting. They are. Anybody ever been at paintball? I talk myself my mini-me, Gary Warlick Jr., who's not so mini-me anymore. He's 300, 280 pounds. I'm only 220. He's not not mini-me anymore. But I call him my mini-me. My mini-me on his birthday when he turned 18, He talked dad into coming to paintball with him, who had never been to paintball, (laughs) who heard of it, who heard of the glories of paintball and the tag and all that stuff. Anybody ever paintball in here, huh? You get these little machine guns and they have bullets in them. They're little balls of paint. When they hurt, they hit, they, as you were saying, Teresa, they hurt, but they color you up in that color of paint, right? And it's proof that you've been wounded, that you've been shot, right? So in paintball, here's dad up there, 55 years old, uh, and and I was still pretty fit at 55, could still play basketball with the college and high school, but I could still do that. I get out there on that paintball, it's a great big place, like 20 acres, and there are forts and places to hide. Running in there, run, forest, run. (laughs) Run, forest, run and hide, forest, right? Get out there. And, and you know what? I'm sitting there. So I'm doing that, and I run and hide in a fort. It's a fort. I get up in this fort. It's up a little higher, and I'm sitting there watching. <laughs> See someone going, pow, ow. They fall to the ground. Ow, I'm hit. Oh, oh, that hurt. And I'm up there, hee, 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 pow, pow, ow, ow, I'm hurt. You know what? Uh, his, his buddy Jake, about six foot seven. His buddy Jake, I'm on this fort. I'm not paying attention to the sides of the fort over here. His buddy Jake jumps way up in the air, pow, hit me right there. Ow, I was very weary after that of war. I'm telling you. I zip, zip the lip, ow, ow, and they're all laughing. (laughs) You smart aleck, you were shooting all us and look at you now, smart aleck. You know what, war got very wearying to me. So, uh, especially a long one, that one lasted about three hours. It was long to me. You try, you know, you're often tired. A lot of soldiers, when they get into combat, they want to get out of it. Can you picture that? Picture they want to get out of the combat. And that's why we're tempted to escape. That's why we're tempted to give up. Anybody here tempted to give up? I've been tempted. I mean, I mean, as recently as this morning, you get up and, oh, tempted to give up. Why don't I just call the church and... Oh, just give up? <laughs> no, no, that's not what we do. Here's my message in big letters: Don't give up. <laughs> Rather, it says it in First Chronicles fifteen seven: Take courage; do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Did you hear that? Take courage. Don't let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up when that familiar sin still crouching at your door after all these years pounces with temptation. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stand up. It says another place, stand up. Quit you like men. Be strong for the Lord. Amen. It says that God's faithful will not let you be tempted above your ability to withstand but with the temptation, he'll make a way of escape that you're able to overcome and endure the problem. That's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Don't give up when you feel the deep soul weariness from, from the long battles. And then the weaknesses start to try to come upon you and you're feeling weak. Uh, God said this to Paul. Paul, you know, it, you think about Paul. We, he, he's exalted in our eyes, and the church's eyes. He wrote two-thirds. He, he was used by God to write two-thirds of the New Testament down, right? He was used to found the holy nation of the church, so to speak. Jesus is the founder, the, the author, and finisher. Paul was, was the administrator. He was the one who set it in order and made it the nation of God, the holy nation before the Lord. So think about that. All that responsibility, but he said this. The care of the churches comes on me. I'm having trouble. I'm burdened down. I'm tempted to give up. But he said, don't give up because your work shall be rewarded. No temptation has overcome you, but God gives you the way to overcome it. Uh, my grace is sufficient for you. Paul, God wasn't telling Paul when he said that. He wasn't saying, just stand there and let the devil beat you to pieces because my grace is sufficient. What he was saying was, you have the tools. My grace has everything you need to overcome. You can open a can of whoop on the devil. You missed a good chance, say amen there. It's the truth. My grace, my can of whoop grace is sufficient for you, amen. You are overcomers. You're strong in the Lord, amen. Don't give up. When you're long asked for and sought after prayers haven't been answered. That, 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 that ornery little young'un that you raised, that you, it was born in your house and raised by you, raised right, and he's off in the wilderness somewhere acting like a turkey. Turkey butt talk. Right. That was turkey like a turkey butt, okay? He's acting like a turkey. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. Praise God. He, he told them the parable of the persistent widow to the effect they ought to know how to pray and not lose heart. Luke 18, 3. Jesus told that about the woman. He said, keep on. Keep on it on. Keep on keeping on. Don't give up when his fiery darts of doubt find flesh and make you real. I'm preaching to myself right now. My flesh has been found with fiery darts the last number of months. The last few weeks have been rough, horrible. But you know what? Don't give up. Uh, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which, which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one, Ephesians six, thirteen and 16. Don't give up when the field the Lord has assigned you to is hard and the harvest doesn't look promising. I started out in children's ministry in 1981 at Calvary Kids World. That's where I got that name from, Calvary Kids World. And we started out in that. We had to go knock doors because no one knew anything about the buses. The children. We had to go to the neighborhoods on Saturdays. We'd have breakfast together, pray together for a while. Go out to the neighborhoods, start knocking doors. People look at you funny the way they do in Rockford. Dola told me, don't, don't knock doors in Rockford, you're not able to get shot. <laughs> well, Oklahoma, people have guns in their house too, you know. <laughs> so, but we'd knock on the doors and say, hi there, hey there. Usually it's whenever we had met some kids up and down the street and we'd, we'd say, we'd like to invite you to Kids World, uh, can we come talk to your parents? That was the best way. But a lot of times it was cold calling and we're up there, and there were parents, some of the parents, they, they were glad to get rid of their kid for a couple of hours on Sunday, you know. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah, sign us up. Other ones, what are you doing here? What do you believe in? Who are you? Nah, nah. There's a good bit of that, okay. So what's the temptation? We, we have a, a Saturday. We only signed up four kids to ride this big bus. Temptation Oh, I don't know. Maybe God didn't call us to do this. Maybe God doesn't want this. You know, we only got four this week. But you know what? Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't give up. You know, we kept up. We had three buses packed. We had the children's church. The auditorium was about cut this in half. We had that thing packed out with kids who didn't go to church. Glory to God. Kids coming to Jesus. Kids being filled with the Holy Ghost. Kids witnessing to their teachers at school. Kids whose teachers uh, walked, one day walk up and knock on a door. And the, the, I think they were an unmarried couple with like five little kids. And the, the man, I'd never seen him before, I guess he's off the, the truck or whatever. He comes up to the door and opens it up. And he says, He says, Listen to me. And I'm thinking, Oh boy, Jesus, 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 what's about to happen? Listen to me. He says, I don't know what you're doing to our kids. And I'm thinking, oh, man, should I call the cops? What's going on? Here? What you're doing to my kids? But he says, whatever you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> he says, they're 100% better than they used to be. Just keep doing what you're doing, okay? I said, I said Mr. Mr. Roberts, that's his name, Mr. Roberts, uh, I think maybe you should give a try what your kids have tried out here. I think maybe you should give it a try. His name is Jesus. Oh, I don't want to hear that right now. But keep doing what you're doing with my kids, okay? So, you know, you, you, you want to give up. You want to give up, don't you? You got a, a mission from God, an assignment. Don't give up when the uh, a fragmenting effect of multiple pressures comes on you. Can anybody raise their hand and say, I've seen that. I've done that. Pressure, multiple things at once. Multiple things this morning. This morning, multiple pressures. I get up and, 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 you know what, Jeffrey's not here, Matthew's here. That laptop is wonderful, the, the church laptop that we're using. But you know what, my mouse, the batteries went out in the mouse. I hate using that little square pad. I hate that thing because on this computer, it's so sensitive. The least little wrong movement anywhere, it does all kinds of crazy things to what you're doing on the screen. And it took me three, four hours to get things, get a couple of agendas and, and some message stuff together. Because of that, I was so frustrated, so aggravated, I was ready to throw my hands in there and say, I quit. Lord, I quit. I, I, I can't take anymore. Lord, I quit. I was tempted. Anybody ever, anybody ever been there? Huh? You ever been there? I, I quit. I'm done. But what do we do? As servants of God, Paul said this, 2 Corinthians 6, 4-5, As servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance in afflictions, in hardships, in calamities, in beatings, imprisonments, riots, labor, sleepless nights, hunger. You know, I I got hungry on that computer, but I was able to go in there and get something. Dola had made some wonderful vegetable beef soup. Oh, 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 my my mouth is watering again. (laughs) I was able to go and get some soup. But you know what? I was sitting there frustrated from the pressure. I gotta get this done. I need this done. I've got some other things on the list to get done because of of this weekend church, everything going on at church, and then things that are going on Monday. I've got to get I've got to get this. Gotta get this. I gotta get this done. I quit. I quit. I'm done. I quit. No. No. Is that how we react? No. What do we do? We do like Paul. Sleepless nights. Hunger, imprisonments, imagine getting thrown in jail. I spent, wrongfully charged, I spent one night in jail in my life back in 2015. Absolutely wrong, and you know what? When I went before the judge, the hearing, you gotta have a judge after the stuff, uh, I made the bail, went to the hearing on Monday morning. I was the, I had to wait four hours, all these people in front of me and the judges, all right, I'm sentencing you to this, I'm sentencing you to that. I get up there, the district attorney says your honor the state declines to charge this man with anything I'm like what <laughs> Not that I wanted to go back to jail but what you mean I didn't do anything wrong and you're not charging me but I sp- I had to spend 250 bucks on bail and and spend a night in jail I got to witness to these guys in jail preach half the night to them. hallelujah <laughs> but I never want to do that again <laughs> Paul constantly thrown in jail Don't give up when when the harvest doesn't look promising. Don't give up when you labor in obscurity and wonder how much it even matters. Has anybody ever had that thought come to you? What good am I? I don't, oh, they don't appreciate me. They don't care what I'm doing. Yeah, I went over, yeah, I went to church Sunday morning and Sister Doodad, she walked past me and didn't even... It didn't, even, it didn't even, we even wink at me or nothing. <laughs> she didn't say good day, mate, or nothing like that. She just walked past me like I wasn't there. I, ju- I just don't matter to them people. I think I'm going to just give up. I don't, it doesn't matter what I do. Right, anybody? You ever had that temptation? Hmm? I'm telling you, you matter. You have an assignment from God. You matter. You have a mission. You have a reason To be here, people. Every one of you. Everyone here. Glory to God. And you know what? Don't give up. Your father who sees in secret will reward you, Matthew 6, 4. Think about that. Don't give up when your reputation is damaged because you're being faithful to Jesus. Has that ever happened? Huh? Have folks ever made funny and laughed at you? Yeah, there's the reverend over there. I have have some family up here that does that. Yeah, how's the reverend feeling today? Is the reverend still throwing up today, huh? huh? <laughs> because we preach healing, right? How, how does the reverend feel about coming over and to, to this wedding where we are and dancing and drinking with it? No. Make, people make fun of you, right? Not fun, is it? Don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, uh, blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you. And utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Matthew 5.11. Jesus said that. Don't give up when the waiting on God seems like it will never end. Have you been there before? Have you been? I have things that were word of the Lord given to me. Would have been 35. 35 years ago. I'm on a church staff as an associate minister at a church. I'm at a And we had Sunday evenings back in that day. That was the good old days, you might say, Sunday evening services. I'm in the second row. I'm sitting next to who would eventually become my my wife in 1986. And the word of the Lord through a, a, a trusted vessel, you can't always trust everything you hear that people say in God's name. You can't always trust it. It depends. What river are they swimming in, you know? What river are they swimming in? And this was someone, a trusted vessel. He was on the church staff. My elder comes up and gives a word from heaven that we'd had some inkling of God from. I'd had some, some inklings of it from it, but the word put it clearly. And it, this is 35 years ago. 35 years later, I have done some of that word, but the fullness of that word, I'm still waiting to see. I'm still holding to I'm still. Whenever we're in Jesus' time, a- in the evening, we're praying over the family here and praying over. We say family at all levels. We're talking about kin folks, close friends, ministry associates, and our church family. All you folks here, we're we're praying over everybody. And I'm sitting there and Father God, we thank. I'm thanking you for that. You called me. You called us. Now Dola has stepped into that calling. You called us to do these certain things that there would be unlimited resources to accomplish this according to the word of the Lord. I'm thanking you that it's so because you said it. I don't care what the circumstances or anyone, any people around say, make fun of or at it. It's so. I'm thanking you and praise you. This 35 years later. I'm still standing for that. Amen. We still, we don't give up. Uh, we, we don't, we don't give up when we've failed in sin. We don't wallow. We repent again and again. We get our eyes off ourselves again. We put our eyes back on who? On Jesus, right? Again, we get back up. We get in the fight. Amen? Never, never give up. First uh, uh, John 1, 9, everybody should be familiar with that by now. If we acknowledge, confess our sins... He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We're restored back into the circle of Father's house fellowship. We're in the circle of salvation. We've got to get back in Father's house of fellowship. We're restored. If we're faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself, 2 Timothy 2.13. So what do we do in the hard places? We live by faith, Hebrews 11.1. We all know that right now. Faith is... the. Is giving substance to things confidently expected the title deed to what we don't see we have it because of faith Jesus reminds us the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few Matthew 7:14. if you're gonna stay on the heavenly highway stay serving Jesus without giving up if you're gonna do that you know Jesus said it could be hard didn't he there'd be opposition right There'd be some barbed wire barriers in the way, right? There'd be high walls in the way, right? There'd be mountains to pass, right? But Jesus said, stay faithful, don't give up. The way has always been hard. You're not alone. You're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who've done this before, who've done this before. Hebrews 12, 1. We since we also are surrounded by a great cloud of Of witnesses a stadium of witnesses in the Greek let us lay aside every weight the sin which so easily ensnares us let's run with endurance the race that is set before us keep running keep running you know uh, I had a at the farm the stop sign where our place was on the corner to the stop sign down at the next whatever section one mile I had a two-mile track I decided one day I'm going to take up some running to get these, these pipes built up and be able to sing a little better and stuff. Guess what? I take off on this run. I'm going down. Chug, 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 chug. After about a, a third of a mile, I'm. oh Jesus, am I going to? I don't know, Jesus. I'm going down there, but you know what? jesus reminded me keep running run with patience run with endurance this race keep going keep going son and you know what by the end of the two miles something came on me something came on me second wind anybody ever get second wind second wind came on me and by the end i get to that next step son i'm chug 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 like forrest gump i was running hallelujah i had to keep going Had to keep moving if I was going to win that race. Amen. Uh, We're surrounded by the witnesses cheering us on. Uh, Many have suffered far more, and they've remained faithful. Get get, get a Fox's Book of Martyrs. I'm just telling you, get that book. This, This man wrote the stories of the persecuted saints, and some of the things that were done to them, you'll be sitting there holding your stomach as you read it. But they wouldn't give up. They stayed faithful. One of them, they were burning him at the stake, and he held up his Bible and said, I'll stay with this as, as his flesh is burning off his bones. I'll stay faithful with this. King of England or no king of England, pope or no pope, I'm staying with this, Father. And he passed away at that moment went to heaven. Think about that. Stay faithful. Never, never, never give up. Amen. Never, never, never. And I'm going to, I've got another two pages of notes, but uh, we don't have that much room left in our tummies to be hungry, I think. (laughs) So, we have a special celebration of life this evening. Three o'clock visitation. Four o'clock will be the the actual celebration service. Five o'clock will be the dinner. There's some good vittles. This church has some good cooks in it, folks. I don't know if y'all knew that. We got some good cooks. We have ham and chicken and a whole bunch of other vittles that's being whipped up and fixed up for the dinner this evening. So this evening, we're going to celebrate the legacy, the life of Michael Girard with our church family that's with us, with some other folks that are coming. Believe the Lord with me. We break the powers of darkness over the souls of everyone attending and claim their salvation, their deliverance from the powers of darkness. They're coming into the kingdom of the Lord, into the house of God. We're claiming them for Jesus right now. Amen. And we praise God. We're dispatching the angels of the Lord assigned to minister in their behalf to bring them across our paths. To receive the word of the Lord. To believe in Jesus. Amen. Everybody agrees with that says? Amen. Amen. Souls. Glory to God. Amen. We'll come together with uh, Rebecca, uh, Jeremiah, all the family, Livy and Kat, everybody. We'll come together. Uh, Dick, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. All the family to celebrate the life and legacy of this man. You know, I'm going to say this. I'm jealous. I'm jealous because I came to this planet 13 years before Michael came to this planet and he jumped the gun and got their heaven ahead of me. Glory to God. I'm jealous. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's come today this evening and be jealous together and glorify the Lord And honor, Mr. Mike, Amen. And also, I don't know if y'all are aware that Mike's mom also left for heaven. Fourteen days days afterward, two weeks after, Mike uh, Mike left us on the tenth, right? I'm sorry, I'd I'd put on the uh, agenda that we have for the service on the ninth, but I made a mistake in my days there. So on the tenth, and uh, his mother left us two weeks later so we'll have probably a celebration in in her behalf at some point but uh, we're going to celebrate mike this evening please come please join with us please believe with us exercise your faith with us for salvation Uh, rebecca had asked that i share a salvation message with that group of congregation folks there's, she's expecting a hundred minimum what she was sharing. There could be more, right? And some were truck drivers with Mike in the past and different ones. So let's believe God together. More, more souls, more stars in the crown of heaven. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his Shalom shalom, his complete peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go with Him. Be blessed. Be fruitful. Multiply and replenish this earth according to God's commandment. Amen. Glory to God. We bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We offer up To you, the sacrifices of thanksgiving, we offer up to you, the sacrifices of
0: praise. Hallelujah to the Lamb.